Welcome back to She Rates Dogs, the podcast. I'm Michaela. And I'm Matt. And today we have an episode about self-love, accepting your insecurities. Um, we've got Tinder Bio Tuesday, Too Much Power Move, A Bachelorette Recap, and more. We have voicemails and lots of good questions. I'm excited for this episode. Yes, I'm very excited. Let's catch up. So we have big news for you guys. Drum roll, <laughs> please. Trump got yeah. impeached. Again. <laughs> Again. For the second time. <laughs> Um, I think after it's, it'll be after this episode, the um, vote to see if it'll actually be a removal this time. Of course, he has been impeached before. Well, I don't know. Hopefully this time there more will come of it. You know what they say. Second time's a charm. So the second impeachment is the one to impeachment. Good. Nice. <laughs> Um, also, I will say Matt and I are separate right now. And if there's anything awkward, there's like a six <laughs> second delay from when one of us talks to when the other one hears it. So that's been fun. And we're sorry, but we love you. All right. Anyway, guys, so uh, time for some Tinder Bio Tuesday. Matt, do you want to start us off? I would love to. Michaela, I am very excited about one this week in particular. Do okay. you want me to read that first or save it for the end? I'd like you to read the one you're excited about. I want to okay. I want to start this off on a good note. So I'd like to say I'm not kink shaming anyone. Um, so his name oh is. God, this- <laughs> so his name is uh, Poop Fetish, but that's not even the part that I think is like I, whatever. You have your kinks, whatever. But this guy starts off his thing saying, "Discreet because I'm an accountant. Ask for my snap if you're interested. I'm real, looking for poop fetish sex. Poop fetish sex, whatever. The thing that bothers me is he's like discreet because I'm an accountant." What kind of motherfucker? Like, he's like, I'm an accountant. So I have people want to know my life. And he's like trying not to let people know he's on fucking like what Tinder. He's like, there will be a thread made of me (laughs) and I will be canceled and the public will call for my removal as an accountant. As an accountant. That's what I'm my account. What I don't even know what accountant coworkers are called. My accountees, a counter, a counterparts. Oh, my God. That's good. (laughs) <laughs> is um, this my tinder bio because whenever people ask what i do for a living i lie and i say i'm an accountant <laughs> but it's like maybe I, i'm like i'm being discreet because i'm an accountant but i'm not and like, <laughs> so you're just straight up lying then no, i'm just kidding i okay i tweeted about the fucking poop kink the other day and i was like all right i can't shame people for poop kinks whatever pink yeah. poop Poop kinks are so cool to me then, you know, have your poop time. What I-, <laughs> I I don't even care about that. I do not care about the poop thing. It was just okay. the fact that he was like the audacity. Discreet. The audacity. This man thinks he's so fucking cool because he's an accountant. Like every other one of my fraternity brothers is. You're nothing special, dude. I'm gonna and for that, for no. that reason, I will give him a negative eight out of ten. Yeah, literally saying it like he's an elected official and like just yes. can knock it out. Um, ne- <laughs> negative eight out of ten <laughs> as well. That's what I was gonna say actually. Okay, I've got one. Um, his name is Mike. If you're not smarter than me, I won't be attracted to you no matter how pretty you are. Swipe left if you smooth brain. Swipe right if you got the curves and confidence I actually want. Currently taking 18 credit hours, doing research to crank out two psychics academic papers, and also part of a consulting project for an insurance firm. Success breeds success. If you're not trying just as hard for whatever you're passionate about, you already lost me. Fuck your D1 kids. Mine will own the team. Okay. Um, it's just like get over yourself. <laughs> yeah, he just sounds like a douchebag. My kids are gonna own the fucking team. Okay, chill, brother. <laughs> chill. 
first of all. Um, he, I don't like guy. I like smart people. I just don't like when they're like overly like, like we know you're smart. Everybody knows you're smart. You don't have to be like cocky about it. It makes like dumbasses like me feel bad. Yeah. And also all of his descriptors, like I feel like anyone who's in college at one point is also doing that many things. Like yeah. when I was in college, I wasn't that fucking like crazy, but I was still had jobs, internships, Another You're, job plus more than 15 credits a semester. Like, yeah, he, that's just kind of what he just happened. thinks he's like hot shit for it. Um, so, yeah, I, did, I just didn't like the whole vibe. I said I would hate this person in real life. So negative mm, five out of ten. Um, I'm going to give him and his future uh, kids that are going to own the D1 team a negative mm. nine out of ten just because I hate children. Oh, yes. OK, that's fair. Um, do you have another one? I do. This is from Christopher, my good old boy, Christopher. Um, his bio reads, friends with benefit, question mark. Good luck trying to tame me. You'll need it. Laughing emoji. P.S. I'm really fucking good at it. So yeah. And then the emoji with the hand like out. Mm -hmm. I don't know what he's saying he's good at. He says, good luck yeah, trying to tame me. Yeah, I'm really me. fucking good at it. Probably sex. Sex? I, I mean, That's probably congrats. what he means. <laughs> I guess congrats on being good at sex, man. I don't know. Do you want a prize for it? Like, what What are you wanting with that bio? Yeah, um, I'm going to give it a negative 5 out of 10 as well. I'm going to give it a negative 6 out of 10. Awesome. Do you want to play that voicemail? Yes. Okay. So a couple weeks ago, we did get an angry voicemail, and we accidentally didn't listen to our voicemails because we had a guest on, and we were like, we're going to do a guest episode. But here it is, everybody. Here you go, our first ever angry voicemail. Hi, Matt and Michaela. I've been following the She Waits Dogs Twitter since the beginning and listen to your podcast every week. I absolutely love it. I've been meaning to call for a while because my dating history is littered with red flags and I have so many stories I want to share with you. Unfortunately, that's not why I'm calling today. I'm calling because I have a major beef with Matt George. He always says that he wants angry calls, so here I am. Matt, how dare you make me read that Twitter thread about the frickin' can of baked beans with my own two eyes. I will never get that time back, and I blame you. I don't know if I can ever forgive you for this, Matt, and I wouldn't be surprised if you were canceled for it. Hashtag cancel Matt. I also wanted to add, Michaela, that you are so brave for all the selfies you post, and I'm so proud of you for it. Okay, love you both so much. Bye. Absolutely amazing. Apps, this is exactly what we wanted. I do not know what I did with the beans. Do you remember me tweeting about a can of beans? No, that was going to be my first question. When did you post about beans and how is it a well, whole thread? There was that beans dad, I guess. Oh, oh, because he opened the can of beans. Yes, I did do that. There was a whole thread about it. What? I thought it, the dad, like, there was this thing on Twitter where the dad's like. I know about the bean dad. Oh, well, just to give everybody else a little background, this guy's five-year-old daughter asked him to open open a can of beans, and he was just being a giant dick bag. And no, like, that's not that's what? not what happened. She didn't want beans. She never um, even wanted beans. This is a this is he. Sh they they say we say we don't really know the truth. No, <laughs> she didn't want beans. 
She wanted food and he wouldn't even like, oh, he made her open a bean can, but she couldn't figure it out. And he made her do it for like six hours. That's all she's talking about is that she had to read the thread because of you. Yeah. A lot of people were mad that I said something about it, actually, because it wasted their time, they said. So I thought it was important. I didn't really. I kind of skimmed it. It was sort of boring. Apparently you did, too, because you thought she asked for beans. Um (laughs) But then I just want to do a quick mention. Uh, so I did tweet one time that I'm going to start commenting like, it's so brave of you to post this on my friend's really normal selfies, like proud of you. <laughs> and um, it's been reposted. And also I did do this because I wanted to do it to Matt and I did immediately do it to Matt. <laughs> but then a bunch of meme pages started reposting it and everyone's a jokester. So everyone who saw it then posted that on my photos. So everyone's been commenting, like, you're so brave for not caring what anyone thinks, like, proud of you on all of my selfies. I'm like, it's so mean. Like, stop. I was just joking. <laughs> How does it feel, Michaela? How does it fucking feel? Um, well, it ups my engagement. So actually, at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> keep, keep doing it, I guess. <laughs> All right, guys, I wanted to talk about confidence this week because I've been seeing a couple of tweets about how people's confidence are kind of like going lower because of being stuck inside all the time. And then I saw another tweet that was very interesting to me. It was like, what percent of attraction comes from like physical attraction and what percent comes from like the other person's confidence, which I've never really thought Mm -hmm. of before, but it like totally makes sense. Yeah. So, okay. I will say the first tweet that I just love to quote when I think about this is Ellie Schnitt. Um, a couple of years ago, maybe honestly, maybe like three years ago, she tweeted 90% of being a hot girl is just deciding you are a hot girl. And this is so fucking true. I cannot so even damn true. I can't even begin to tell you. It's crazy how much of it is just in your confidence. And I would say that with like just the way you look, the outfits you wear, like the way you approach relationships. We even mm-hmm. said a couple episodes ago, like just don't be embarrassed when you're talking about what you want. And as long as you're confident, it won't be embarrassing. And that just goes across so many things because people do not actually feel like they know the answers. So they take cues from the way you're giving them details. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say something that's super important about this is like beauty trends are always changing. Like what is attractive? What's aesthetically like considered the beauty standard? It's always different. Like nose types, body types, eyebrows, like everything is changing. So there's no actual definition of beauty. A lot of it is just in our heads. And also another thing, I know how hard like having confidence is. When I was younger, I feel like some people in my life would tell me I was like worthless and I wouldn't amount to anything. And I think that really had an effect on me. Like I was always very like awkward and I wasn't the most confident person. Um, And especially with like, when I was like playing sports, I wasn't giving it my all because I didn't have the confidence to, but once I got, got into college and I like kind of separated myself away from those people, my confidence grew so fucking much. And it's just like crazy to me or it's crazy for me to think about like, now I'm like, I'm not bad at sports. I know I joke about like not knowing sports, which I really don't know anything about sports, but I do play them a lot. And I feel like I'm like very average and that didn't happen. You're great at volleyball. I know. I didn't want to be like cocky though. You know, I, like meant to Matt, I will brag for Matt. Matt is so great <laughs> at sports, you guys. Stop it. Oh my God. But there's just, once you have the confidence, like co- mm-hmm. confidence is half the battle. I feel like once you get that, everything is, else is so much easier. Yeah. And I will say like, 
when you're younger, especially, this is very difficult. I hated the way I looked and mm-hmm. I had a similar, like it wasn't till college that I actually felt attractive or even my personality. Like I, w- I didn't like my personality because everyone thought I was so annoying. And yeah, now like, people thought I was gay. People follow me to hear what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, there's so many things that I hated about my physical appearance when I was younger. Like I have a lot of freckles and I used to like try to dig them out of my skin. That's how like much I hated myself. Um, but <laughs> like... There's like this really awesome new trend that I've noticed on Twitter where people sort of just mention something that they're insecure about or like maybe isn't the beauty standard in a confident way. Like people will post their acne with the caption, acne is hot. And then when I look at it, I'm like, you know what? Like that is hot. Like they look awesome. Or like when they're showing crooked noses and how beautiful Mm -hmm. they are. And then there's like threads of how beautiful they are, even though like they maybe haven't always been confident about them. And then you're realizing like, this is gorgeous. I feel like the way people present things and there's this new trend on social media of just like owning them and that becoming like sexy because it is. Yeah. And I I've seen this, especially with like stretch marks too. like people posting and being proud of their stretch marks, which like it's, it's fucking stretch marks. Most people have them. You shouldn't be embarrassed Mm -hmm. about them. And I, I know that for a fact, I know I am embarrassed of my stretch marks. Um, so it's hard Mm -hmm. for me or it was hard for me to, kind of be okay with it until I realize like who fuck who really cares if someone is like not into you because you have a stretch or stretch marks or you have like a crooked nose or something then you don't need to be with someone like that yeah and I, at the same time like there isn't any science or actual like proof that those things are unattractive it's mm-hmm. just it's just the way that we say it is or like the, you know, people are trying to sell products or trying to sell nose jobs. They're trying to sell like anti-stretch mark cream. Mm-hmm. So they're marketing these things as ugly, even yeah. though they aren't inherently ugly. It's just the way that we talk about them. But I love it when people are um, making a caption and it's something like X is beautiful or X is hot. And then yeah. when you're looking at it, you're like, yeah, it is. Why is there like this brain like game in my head that, tells me that that thing is supposed to not be or something but we got a lot of good questions about this topic okay so this one is from one of this person dm'd us hi y'all i have a question regarding self-love how do i learn to love myself and be confident when i grew up being told i was fat ugly not enough etc i have tried positive affirmations but i just can't bring myself to believe them please help a girl out thanks and love the podcast um, I related to this one. I wanted to read this because like I said previously, I was also someone who grew up being made fun of for um, different things or constantly being told I was like awkward, which I feel like made me even mm-hmm. more awkward. Just like hearing oh, that. It's like, yeah, it was like a positive <laughs> feedback. Yeah. She mentions that the positive affirmations don't work for her. But I, I think for me, that's like the thing that really like it really helps me. I can't stress it enough. Um, I was talking, I'm in a group message with um, like, it's like a girl's group message. And one of them was co- uh, complaining about body image issues. Mm-hmm. And someone else had suggested um, and told them that they look in the mirror each morning and they say like three positive things about themselves. And it doesn't all always have to be like physical, like this morning. Uh, so I've been trying to do this. And then I struggle a lot with like my love handles, my moves, 
Um, but this morning I looked in the mirror and I was like, I have the juiciest fucking ass. I love my body hair. I'm a hairy guy. I fucking love it. And my jawline mm-hmm. will like cut a bitch. So just finding those like three oh, things yeah. every day that you can just be happy with and just keep going from there until you're, I don't know. I, it just helps me so much. Yeah. And this is what I've been doing with my nightly, like, I'm proud of myself for doing the mm-hmm. this today. And I'm also grateful for this every day. I write those things down and it's just like a positive affirmations type thing. Yeah. And I'd say for, for like what you were saying also, one thing that really helps me is seeing how beautiful I think other people are mm-hmm. and then recognizing like, oh, I have a, like, that's a, a feature that I don't like about myself, but on them, mm-hmm. I can recognize how beautiful they are. And like looking at others and realizing like, you're just so mean to yourself. And then yeah. when you look at someone else, you're like, I don't think that they're less attractive because of this. Why do I feel that way about me? I'm so glad you brought this up because I, my mm-hmm. type is literally it's myself you. and I'm, That's it's me. And I'm still, yeah, I'm still like pointing out all these flaws in myself that I would literally, I would love it in someone else. And I, it's just because like exactly. you said, we're hard on ourselves. So like take an audio clip of the way that you describe a dude that you're into and yeah. then like play it while looking at yourself and be like, wait, that's me. I'm a bad <laughs> bitch. I look awesome. I'm a bad bitch. Yes. And um, I'd also uh, say like from that vein, like you're going at your someone's type. Everyone is somebody's type. Mm-hmm. So like. It's not about one specific look. It'll never be about one specific look. Like there's always going to be a million people out there where you are exactly what they're looking for. Right. Okay. Next question. Hi, Michaela and Matt. In regards to your prompt about self-love and self-confidence, I was hoping you could talk about comparing yourself to others, which is something I have a huge problem of doing. I'm generally a pretty confident person, but sometimes I get really down on myself because I look at other people and see how pretty or skinny or smart or happy they are. I know that people always put their best foot forward and we don't usually see everyone's true selves, but I still find it really difficult to stop this bad habit. Any advice on how to deal with this would be amazing. Thank you so, so much for creating such a fun and great podcast. You guys are the best. This one is, Mm -hmm. it's, we both do it. I know for a fact, because we're on social media all the time. You see someone on social media and you think. I. It's been worse for me in quarantine mm because usually when I like see these people online and then I'll see people in person, I'll feel confident around them in person. I'll feel good. Like I fit in. It's like just normal people. But that divide of like everything being online, for some reason, it's just made it more of like an untouchable, like all these people are better than me type thing that's harder to remind myself isn't true and yeah I feel like when we're not around actual humans like in person I don't know it just it makes it harder yeah I agree with that and I also I also think it's important to like keep in mind there are so many like different factors that go into seeing people on social media like people are editing Mm -hmm. their photos they're using all these filters to make themselves look prettier which nothing is wrong with that but people are doing that Mm -hmm. and you're only seeing what they i know she mentioned it but you're really only seeing the good parts of their life so you have to keep in mind that the grass isn't always greener on the other side i guess is what i'm trying to say yeah and and it's also like on top of that their best day like i don't take pictures unless it's the best i've looked in like a while to be (laughs) honest don't we like plan like when we're gonna look good to record tiktoks (laughs) exactly so these this isn't like an everyday thing for people yeah honestly and it's so hard to remind yourself of that but at the same time like 
The people that have the most followings on social media or that you're seeing the most on your feed are actually such a small percentage of who you would see outside. Like even when we went to fucking Arizona State University, like so many hot people there and like Instagram made it seem like everyone was a 12 out of 10. But when you're actually walking the campus, like everyone's just a normal person. Like Mm. what you're seeing online is just like such a crazy tiny percentage of who's actually out there. You really like do not like that is not the normal. It's not normal. And I also want to add, if it's something that like is continuously bothering you and you just can't stop thinking about like getting down because other people are maybe doing better than you in life or you Mm -hmm. think they're prettier than you. I think taking a nice break from social media is always beneficial. Yeah, I think you really do need to be conscious of what you're following. Mm -hmm. And there are people where like, yeah, they want to follow fashion accounts and they want to get like style inspiration, but then it ends up being kind of painful on them because of the like the models that they're showing or something like that. But for me, like I just try to follow um, like cute animals or like resin <laughs> art crafts that I'm into or I'll yeah. follow like joke accounts. And then, you know, when I want like style and inspiration, I follow some clothing websites and stuff like that. But I try to like not have it be something I'm looking at so much because um, mm-hmm. it is hard and it's also not realistic or actually a representation of the world. You You have to be careful what you're following because there are so many different layers to like it not being real, that it's just not good. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to read one more DM. We got, uh, this is a tip. We got DM'd by someone. They said, I ate like shit over the weekend and was crying about how much I hated myself, et cetera, et cetera. Then I ate healthy, did my skincare Mm -hmm. all day for only three days and boom, I'm the baddest bitch in the game. I swear. I feel so good just from refocusing on my health. What you do slash consume has such an effect on how you feel. I agree with this to an extent. I think that healthy eating habits and like getting outside and being active, at least for me, they help a lot Mm -hmm. just with my confidence. I'll go on like one, one, one mile run and I'll come in. I'll just, I'll feel like a bad bitch. Um, But But you should let yourself feel that way. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes you have to let yourself. It doesn't matter that Mm -hmm. I only ran one mile and by ran, I mean, I like walked 90% of it. It still feels good afterwards and my confidence goes up. Um, I agree with this a lot because I will feel so bad about myself and like crappy and I'll just be in bed wearing my glasses. And then one day I'll be like, you know, I'm going to put my contacts in. I'm going to go outside. I'm going to play music in my car. And then I'll put on Kesha and I'll feel way better (laughs) driving my car. I'll be like, wait, no, I am cute. Like I am fun. I do have things to offer out in this real world. (laughs) So I would say that that's a good one. (laughs) There are some songs that I listen to and I just feel like I feel so on top of the world and it, it has to do with comp- it, like my confidence just skyrockets when I hear them. I like I'll be like walking in like Target and I, a song comes on and I'm just like swishing my hips a little bit. I just feel Your like a bad bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we got a question that was what are some baby steps into self-love? And then we got a suggestion slash comment on it where she said, Um, It doesn't happen overnight. You have to start by tolerating the things you dislike about yourself before you can love them. Mm -hmm. And I would say that is a very good point and like a good baby step. And I'd say for me and for other people, a lot of that maybe following accounts that represent your body type Mm -hmm. that like you look up to. 
um, or not even body type, but just like certain physical features, um, you know, following people where you can love the things that you have about them. And then you'll begin to tolerate them on yourself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not following things that would ever bring down those certain traits. Right. Um, and then, yeah, like tolerating those things. Like I hated so many things about myself when I was a teenager. And then I just like sort of got used to my face and my body. And then like now I like myself. Yeah. So it really is. It's not an overnight thing. And it is really hard for teenagers. I do want to like point that out when you're younger. Um, mm-hmm. And I would say a lot of it's like with age, you do start to love yourself more and accept certain things about yourself. Um, also, like one of those really good baby sets is what it, what Matt mentioned with like the positive affirmations and saying nice things to yourself and saying things you're proud of yourself for and like things you really do love about yourself because things that you have, no one else does. Mm-hmm. And I think a big thing is I see a problem with this. I feel like some mm-hmm. people, in order to feel confident, they feel like they need to lose weight or um, I don't know, they need to make all these changes instead of actually just trying to like love themselves for who they are if that makes sense yeah you shouldn't have to like lose weight um or anything like that to feel confident it's about just like feeling confident in your own body i don't know that was a big thing for me because i always try and like i feel like i need to lose all this weight um to be happy and sexy but it's just about like being sexy in your own skin yeah, when we mention things like exercising or eating while making us feel better, like mm-hmm. people can exercise and eat well and they're still not going to look like an Instagram model. Yeah. Like it's not like you can be doing things that are actually healthy for you and you can be living in a healthy body and mm-hmm. like that is what matters, like being happy and feeling good and like doing habits that make you happy. It's not about what that translates to visually because like it's very like there are very unhealthy lifestyles that can lead to an attractive appearance agreed so i do want to like make sure that that's clear that when we're talking about like healthy things we really do mean like good for your soul and good for you yeah not just with the end goal of a certain look agreed agreed How do you learn to love yourself when all you've done your whole life is put your value on if your parents loved you and were proud of you? How do you learn to love yourself when you realize nothing you do or have done will be enough for them and you can't earn their love or pride and you never had it? I completely understand where this person is coming from. Like my parents growing up, their like idea of me was so important. It's still important to me, but it was much more important to me. And I felt like I had to do everything that would please them. Um, I went into biology because I thought that would, that's what would make them happy. Um, and then it, I, I grew up in a way where I always felt like I wasn't ever good enough. I don't know if that's just like an oldest child thing. I feel like parents are a little hard on older children, but at some point I just realized I don't really, I care what they think, but that's not my main concern. I want to do what I want to do, um, and make myself happy and just kind of not let them nag me out as much. Yeah. And I'd also say there's something to like the way that we're wired that we try the hardest to impress the people who are the least impressed with us. Yeah. And whether that's like your parents or a significant other, your friends, like for some reason, we need to prove it to the person who's like the least impressed in order to feel it for ourselves. And I'd say yeah. just like breaking out of that mindset in general for whoever it is and like realizing that we don't need to impress that one specific person who doesn't Mm -hmm. like us. Like they just suck. 
that's very important to loving yourself. Yeah. Fuck what they say. Do your own thing and be be happy with what you're doing. You don't have to worry about someone else's opinion. Yes. And we did get a lot of good questions and comments that we didn't get to. Um, and we do appreciate them all. And hopefully we'll be able to get to more of them on later episodes because, you know, some of them lean into relationships a bit more. So I wanted to save those for other episodes. Yeah. But thank you for all of the submissions. So the main takeaways from you know, the main topic of today's episode, I would say is to just find that self-confidence because that's the most attractive thing um, to not feel like your worth relies on anyone specific else seeing it. Um, unfollow the things that hurt you, like remove those things from your life and try to have those positive affirmations and, you know, learn to tolerate the things you truly hate and then you might be able to love them eventually. All right, guys, we we didn't get to it last week. But we have the Bachelor recap for you guys. I love this is my favorite part of the show, I think, because I'm just so invested in all of these people. I I love love and I just want it all to work out or I want it to work out for everyone. Uh, Matt is a bachelor. Yeah. Uh, so we didn't get to have a recap last week. So I do want to know, like, who are your favorite three or something like that? I don't know if I can tell you my favorite three yet, mm -hmm. but I can tell you my least favorite. And I okay. feel like I wonder who it's going to be. <laughs> I feel like a lot. Some people may agree with me on this. I don't know. Victoria, I hate okay. her. I hate her so much. She I know The Bachelor wants to have like drama in the show. And I understand that because it makes for good TV. But Victoria's her drama is so unnecessary and constant. And she just like every time she opens my mouth, I'm just like, please, please stop. I am begging you to stop talking. And she like, I remember she went yeah. after she like spread that rumor um, about the other girl to Matt. She like was trying to get everybody else on her side. And they were like, no, we don't. We didn't, haven't seen that side of the other girl yet. So nobody really likes we her. Think that. And also yeah, my mom sent me an upset text about her. She was like, this can't be real. Like, I do think it's the producer's most obvious, like just throwing in a super dramatic person. Yeah. Yet. But I think part of it may be real. And that's the part that scares me. And I was texting you about this. Actually, I was like, I can't stand her. And I don't think you responded, but you sent me a picture. And I was like, mm -hmm. okay, my feelings on her are validated. And would you like to say what the picture was? Oh, yeah. So this picture is off of her Instagram now, by yeah. the way. There oh, was a she took photo. it down? I think so. There was like a photo of her and there was like this crumpled up blue flag behind her. That's like clearly a Trump flag. And I think that that <laughs> is what made us be like, OK, you know what? There are people like this and we see them on Twitter like all the time. <laughs> Well, at first I felt bad because I was like doing my research on her like I do with a lot of the girls and her friends were like saying that this isn't the real Victoria, like her, the production team is like portraying her in a bad way. It's not real. Then I saw that picture and I was like, I don't, I don't fucking care what you guys are saying. My mind is set on her. She sucks. Yeah. And maybe they exaggerate it, but at the same time, like. I, I feel like there's often in the Bachelor seasons, there's a villain and I'm like, OK, yeah. this might be exaggerated. But then other <laughs> times it's like, no, they're just letting them talk like with Yosef yeah. or whatever. <laughs> Some Yosef uh, is I feel like this is this season's Yosef. It's clearly this season's Yosef. Yeah. And I, I just have a lot of 
feelings towards her that aren't good. I don't like her. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for this season. I feel like they're doing a really good job of making this look like a normal season as opposed uh-huh. to the last one, which was very much like quarantined in one place. But they're like actually doing dates where they, you know, they fly, they use ATVs, they get animals. Like th- that's kind of what they usually do. So I'm enjoying it. I thought the wedding thing was like kind of weird to do so early on. What did you think about that? Oh, I I thought it was going to be some kind of fight because usually if they have that many people, it needs yeah. to be something where one team wins and then those people get to go to the rest of the night. Yeah. Um, I just felt so bad because so many of them didn't get to do the photos. And I feel like there's got I just always get so frustrated. I feel like there's got to be some kind of rules to make it so that everyone gets time or like, I don't yeah. know. I just wish that because, it was like, a little bit more People are like cutting fair. in or something. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I do love drama, but I also like, I watch it because I want to see people fall in love. So I don't like it when, when a drama like that takes over the whole night and then he doesn't get to, he doesn't get to talk to certain girls that I think he might be able to connect with. And then I get Mm -hmm. so frustrated. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but I, I'm excited to see where the season goes. I think it's going to be a very good season and a lot of the girls seem like very cool girls. So I'm excited Mm -hmm. to learn more about them as well. Yeah, and I think it's continuing the theme of last season where they're having like really deep, good conversations that um, mm-hmm. are interesting to watch. You know, they're not just like attractive people. We're actually, you know, yeah. I'm getting interesting dialogue and like insightful stuff. And I always enjoy that. Yeah. All right, guys, time for too much or power move. Um, <laughs> I've got one ready. Yes. And I will say I'm a little bit unsure of the context of this one. So it could be whatever. I'm just going to read it. (laughs) Sent him an anonymous text from a service alerting him of an STD after he cheated. I don't know. For me, this is maybe too much because then it involves a lot more people. Did he actually give her? Did he actually give the person an STD? We don't know. Here's the thing, because it says she sent it from a service. So it's like, did she actually have an STD or is she just meaning like a texting app? But what I I would say, it's not too much because what's the worst that could happen is like people have to get tested. He like has to tell people to get tested or something like that. That's true, which everybody should be. Yeah, everyone should be getting tested regularly anyway. Um, (laughs) Actually, no. Actually, I'm changing my mind again. I'm going back to my original answer because I've been through this. I got an anonymous text one day um, Uh saying I had an STD from an anonymous thing saying I had an STD and I was like freaking out and I like texted. It made me text my ex that I still cared so much about. And then he was like, no, I didn't. That wasn't me. And so I was like, oh, my God, I don't know who it could be. I've literally had sex with like two people in the past year. And then I was just like chilling and I was on FaceTime with one of my sisters and my other sister was in the room and I was telling her this story. And my other sister chimed in and she was like, oh, yeah, that was me. She wanted to like fuck with me. So she like sent she went on to the though. Okay, yeah, what happened to you is fucked up. But in this situation, I feel like just you can't also you can't just like tell someone that they have an STD. They have to actually get tested. So what what she's talking about is a text that being like someone you had sex with tested positive for an STD. So then they would have to go get tested. So it's just like a scare. And like you're cheating. Like you weren't cheating on anyone. So like that, obviously your sister was fucked up for doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Like too much at your sister, but 
Power moves Literally, figure out, okay. Compared, compared to the other things we've said are power moves, like destroying their homes <laughs> and their cars, and you're like, oh, they have to get tested for an STD. That's this too much. <laughs> it's, it's not like she actually gave him an STD. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine, whatever. Um, okay, I got one. This is a long one, so hang in there. Hey guys, last summer I dated this guy who turned out to be really manipulative and a liar. When I finally stopped blaming myself and realized how shit he was, I wanted some real revenge. His proudest achievement was him skydiving in Australia, and during my infatuated stage, I found out he'd uploaded a lame video of it on YouTube. A few weeks ago, I looked up that video again, logged into every Gmail account I have, and disliked his stupid skydive videos from all my accounts. Every time I get access to a new computer at work, I go and dislike it again. I will continue to do this in the future. So she's just ruining her ex-boyfriend's YouTube video by just disliking it every time, which I think is funny. It's like a cute little... That is so random and funny. (laughs) Power move. She's just disliking the video that he's really proud of a lot. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, wow, people fucking hate this. (laughs) Yeah. um, Power move. I love that. This one, the, the one that I'm about to read, I don't know who the fuck sent this to me, but it's very weird and creepy. And it's a guy... Um, she willingly came into an abandoned parking lot with me after barely knowing me. So I pulled out a knife and said, you lose and then left the car and walked out. It was my car. Um, so basically the context is he did exactly what a serial killer would do the whole time he knew her to see if she could survive. So he's like testing her, he's testing her survival (laughs) instincts by freaking her out and putting her in unsafe situations. What? Uh too Dude, much what, what the fuck, what the was fuck that? is wrong with you like oh my god my boyfriend will like send me um a self-defense youtube video and be like oh you should watch this and learn this move that is not at all the same thing that he's doing right now he just like left her in a dark abandoned place what the fuck i don't know like, and afterwards he's like yo i was just kidding about all of that and she's like what I, she's like traumatized like, from it like, who are you and why are you sending this to my account? <laughs> He's just like, ah, I pretended to be a serial killer. Like, what? Too, I want to reemphasize that is way too much. Too yeah, far. Yeah, too much. You have a problem and like you need help. Um, So cool. Matt, <laughs> do you have one more? I do. Okay. My best friend's BF cheated, so we crushed laxatives into cookies and left it on his doorstep. Amazing. I I can't be mad. I think that's amazing. I think that's perfect. Make him shit his pants. Perfect. You've done it. Make him perfectly. shit his pants. Da, 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 da. I want to tweet that. Make him shit his pants. <laughs> we love these tips. They're so good. Power move. If it's not clear what I would think. Yeah, power move. I think we are pretty safe with never getting dumped again because we have so much so we have so many ideas now that if our significant others listen to this they're gonna like they're gonna be afraid of us so it works out really well that's true i mean not uh, getting dumped whatever that's fine but not getting cheated on that's the key (laughs) don't cheat on us because we will we will do things like crush laxatives we will put milk in your car there's no telling what we'll do so true um thank you guys for tuning in if you have any hate voicemails for us what's the number 929-274-3261 you can follow us on instagram and twitter at she rates dogs pod our personal handles are in the bios there 
And then email us at sheratesdogspod at gmail.com or DM us with any questions, comments, or things you would like for us to talk about, people you'd like us to have on, or, you know, whatever, whatever you want to say. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.